bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, Truth Nation, the locations are set and it's time to clean up our city. Join the Truth team this Saturday, April 29th, for our Tory Lowe Community Clean Up. Go to truthcommunitycleanup.com to volunteer to help keep Milwaukee clean. Everyone who joins gets a, I think I had a shirt, um, free lunch provided by the St. Anne Center. Register today and bring the whole family to clean up our city by visiting truthcommunitycleanup.com. Community Cleanup is sponsored by St. Anne Center, the best intergenerational care in Milwaukee. And by the way, this summer, I hope we can go to uh, Indaba Nights because every Wednesday night they have music there. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see if we can Bogart in, maybe broadcast before Indaba Night starts and kind of be out there on the band shell and be talking and all that stuff. We got to. We got to holler at uh, St. Anne's Center because that is a phenomenal um, program they have on Wednesday nights. Got a little band shell. Get to hang out. Beautiful night. Everything's cool. Also, tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth this Saturday, 10 a.m. for the new show, Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance, hosted by me and Fred Johnson, Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. Myself and Fred will talk about why Erie Insurance goes the extra mile for their customers, and they have more than 90% of their customers staying with Erie Insurance. Don't miss it. Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance, this Saturday, 10 a.m., right here on the new 1017 The Truth. And if y'all looking for some money, you need some money, well, Sherwin Hughes has his financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual this Friday, April 28th. Uh, He'll be joined by Northwestern Mutual financial advisors J.B. Bell and Erica Wright from the Bell & Wright Agency, where they will discuss easy, easy steps you can take to strengthen your finances. If you have questions, call 833-212-1017 on Friday the 28th at 11 a.m. on The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. So make sure you do that. 
All right? Make sure you do that. 833-212-1017 is the number. All right, so I don't know. Do I do our top five at five, or, or, or do I talk to Sherman from the northwest side? How are you? I'm all right. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I think uh, here's a part that can be uh, help with the uh, city's budget. Okay. You know, they got all these abandoned they got all these abandoned houses out here. And uh, the last I heard, uh, Malele Cogs uh, say, um, I think they, they slated to, to knock down 100 and something. Uh, 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 was it 1,500 houses? Or maybe just, we just say 500 houses. And uh, the average cost to knock down a house is like $8,000. So if the city really wanted money to help help out with the budget, why not just give the houses away to somebody, and then that very next year you'll be collecting taxes off that house that you was going to pay somebody to take down. Well, what be, I you'll be paying. What I would ask you to do is be here Monday. Alderman Russell Stamper will be here talking about that very thing. Okay. Because the, the houses, some of them not, some of them not too far gone that they can't be saved. Because right. you see that dude Broderick, uh, what, uh, the rock man or whoever they is, they saving these houses out here. And I think there's a lot of people out here that can put a house together that yeah. they shouldn't put so many stipulations on. They chase people out of the, because uh, the city right now is trying to get into the landlord service and it's not going to ever work out for them. Well, I don't, I don't think they've ever been. I don't think any city is good at landlord services. So yeah, we already know that. And another. And another thing, again, again, like with the garbage, they can tax people for not ha- not cleaning their yards, and I think that'll help bring up some revenue uh, to help out with the city too. Okay, especially out with the roads. All right, that's just my opinion. Yes, sir. All right, thank you much. Appreciate you, Sherman. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Kelvin from Milwaukee, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. What you got? Yeah. How you doing? Uh, my, uh, yeah, you already told me my name, but. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about more uh, ways we can save money for the city to help improve it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you was, I, I, I don't know if I was hearing a young, older lady and uh, you was talking to her earlier, and you was talking about the reasons why some people get taxed inside, outside the state, and other ways for us to improve state, uh, you know, improve taxes. And uh, I think a great way for us to improve revenue is to, crew, you know, increase the corporate tax on a lot of the bigger businesses. Well, what do you mean by corporate tax? Because, to be honest, Corporations don't pay money; they they don't pay taxes. Well, that's well. I think that's the main problem right there. I think right now they actually pay their fair share in taxes. Right now, I think a lot of the budget cuts we have, the privatizing private, you know, public public parks and shutting down housing. I think I think okay. it'd be a lot more feasible and it makes a lot more sense if we have just raised the corporate tax to a respectable level, probably something around pre pre two thousand eight. But but they 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 only pay taxes on profit. Number one. Number two, if you raise that, they can't hire people. So you can't do both. Well, I, you, can't, you, you can't say they need to pay their fair share because they're already paying their fair share. They pay tax on each employee they have, and they pay tax on the profit they make. So but, there's nothing really else to pay. Well, again, I think that's why they, why they have corporate tax. No, you're, 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 you're missing my point. If they raise corporate tax... I can only hire less people. So you're actually doing a disservice because now I can't hire people who actually go out and spend money. They pay tax through employment tax. That, that's how you tax them. They hire people and then they got to pay because they hired somebody. But if I stop hiring people, we lose money. And then you're just 
you're just making less money. Oh, give me, uh, I'm, hold on. Give me one moment. You, you raise a good point. I'm going to call you back. All right. 833-212-1017 is the number. We have to remember that regardless of how we feel about Northwestern Mutual, Northwestern Mutual praised property tax, uh, electric, gas, water, right? When they hire people, they actually pay tax on each person, right? So FICA, they got to pay a portion of all that. Benefits, they got to pay it, right? So when you cut the money that I have access to because I got to pay the city, I can't pay the employee. Therefore, I got to cut the employee. That's why, watch this, that's why they're going to be able to save money because if you cut cops, you're paying less to the cops. What you're, what you're not understanding is nobody else is getting hired. That's money they're going to save to not be in a deficit. So if I hire 100 people and I pay each of them a dollar, that's $100. If I don't have $100, I cut those 100 people. I'm not making any extra money. I'm just not paying out an extra $100. That's what you have your city about to do. They're just going to simply cut so they don't have to pay it, but they're not still they're still not bringing anything extra in. So how that's the issue. When you're short, right? You don't have any money in your pocket. You either go out and get another job or you cut your expenses. But you can't say, hey, I think we need to cut our expenses and we need a um, city tax. Who's going to pay it? You just cut the people that are working that actually pay the tax. You're shooting yourself in the foot. So if you're going to overtax, overtax. If you're going to cut, cut. But don't try to do both and then tell me, well, I can't use that analogy because then I'll get thrown off the radio. But don't, don't, I'm trying to think of another analogy. Hmm. Nope. Can't think of one. I'm not going to jail and I'm not losing my job. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, you probably missed it this morning, but every morning at 8 o'clock, truth be told, with DT and Telly, I, I, can't, I can't say it. It was the last, we don't have any more? Okay. Bye. Well, forget you then. <laughs> Hey, y'all, Kyle is back. Um, eh, whatever. I'm done. I'm going home. See you later. Sayonara. All this stuff is just making this, like, making me crazy. Number five. MATC is bringing line worker training to Milwaukee to meet the demand. That is something I have to praise MATC about. From CBS58.com, hoping to grow a more diverse workforce, MATC 
is bringing a sought-after program to its Milwaukee campus. Line workers have a dangerous job that keeps our lights on for places like We Energies and Alliant Energy. And MATC uh, Vice President of College Advancement and External Communications, Lori Bray, Laura Bray, said, if there's an emergency storm, this is the team that's out there during bad weather in the middle of the night fixing our power grid. These workers install, maintain, and repair power lines. And so... These jobs are in high demand. MATC currently trains people at its Mequon campus. And for this particular program, they had a waiting list, so they have less spots than we have interest in the program. And so to increase its reach, MATC is expanding its electrical power distribution and line mechanic technical diploma into Milwaukee. Starting in August, the college will have a new facility in the Metcalf Park neighborhood that offers another session of the program. The expansion combines land owned by We Energies and the Redevelopment Authority of the City of Milwaukee. We Energies will dedicate a portion of its Metro North facility located approximately 32nd, 33rd, 31st, 32nd, and North Avenue. We Energies is donating yard space, classroom instruction trailer, and a small pole for yard instruction. Bray said that it's a little more compact, but with all the things that you see here in Mequon, both in and outside, will be there for people to learn. Year-long program is 30 credits, runs Monday through Thursday. Training all hands-on involves equipment students will use once they graduate. That is exactly what I'm talking about. That is the way that you change a neighborhood and you change someone's life by giving them something they can use. And within a year, They'll have 30 credits. They'll be hired by We Energies, and they will then move forward. That's what I'm saying. Number four. Well, you heard it, and now it's here. Potholes in Milwaukee are a main problem. Huge amounts of frustration. Corey Harrison told Channel 12's from on uh, WISN.com, told Channel 12's Christian Pierce that that he's had to repair ball joints on his last car. It's sad. As soon as you fix something, something else goes wrong. Potholes on 19th and National are so deep, drivers choose to drive down the middle of the road even though there's room for two-way traffic. So it's, it's, it's an issue elected officials also want to be addressed. Alderman Bob Ballman says many of his constituents have been complaining about the roads. Now he wants to hear from Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson. Bowman said, I'm very afraid that the mayor is basically adopting the page out of the former mayor's playbook by being pleasant and present. Uh, we don't want to hear excuses. We want to hear solutions. It's really getting bad. It's really getting out of hand. This has to be addressed. Suggestions include bringing in extra crews or hiring outside contractors to repair the potholes. The roads... And the issues are a main problem, some say, is not a concern everywhere in southeastern Wisconsin. Harrison said if you cross over into West Dallas or if you cross into Greenfield, it's an instant difference. It seems that the streets are getting worse and worse and worse at Everett Griffin, a Milwaukee resident. Wherever you go, the potholes are terrible to change. Number three. Well, if you owned, well, let me jump here. Nope, I'm going to wait on that one because 
if your car was in the Bayshore parking lot when it crashed, when the parking structure decided that it didn't want to be up anymore because too much snow was on it, well, Bayshore's insurance company, in a story from fox6now.com, says the snow removal company was responsible. Car owners said they feel stuck again. The collapse crushing two cars, stranding 56 other people for a few days before it was safe to drive or hoist them out. Two car owners say they aren't sure what to do next in a situation that wasn't their fault. When part of the parking structure collapsed, Chris Bossert thought he dodged a headache. It's been a little uh, frustrating. His car was untouched at the top level, but without access to it for almost a week, he rented a car. As they had left with SUVs, they were $110 a day. Because I'm sorry, that's all they had left. But if I don't have a car, I don't get home and I live in West Bend. So the car, the day his car came down, he filed a claim with Bayshore's insurance company hoping to recruit his rental costs. And so for Brandy Stein, it was a little bit more. We didn't want to have another car payment, and we quite honestly don't feel like we can afford that. But we don't have a choice, really. Broussard and Stein both learned their claims were denied. In a letter Monday the 24th, a third-party insurance adjuster said, after an investigation, it was determined that the collapse occurred due to snow being piled up on the upper level of the garage. The letter points to the insurance company for Winter Services, LLC, which handles snow removal at Bayshore. In an email to Fox 6 on yesterday, Western National Insurance Group declined to comment saying the investigation is ongoing, even though the letter they sent out said the investigation was done. (laughs) It feels like I don't matter, said Stein. It feels like what's happening to me doesn't matter. Both drivers say they have more questions than answers. Bussert says, my biggest fear is that we have two insurance companies that are going to point at each other, and I'm in the middle, kind of like the little guy saying, what can I do here? Well, my suggestion Get a lawyer. Number two. (laughs) From WISN.com. If you haven't heard about it this afternoon, there's a breaking story. A Milwaukee mail carrier was robbed this afternoon around 1245 p.m. Broad daylight near 88th and Chambers. Police said the armed person approached, demanded, and took property from the mail carrier. No one has been arrested The U.S. Postal Inspection Service is aware of the USPS letter carrier being robbed today in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They said, unfortunately, because this is an active investigation, uh, the U.S. Postal Postal Service spokesperson said, I will be unable to provide any additional information at this time. If you know of anything, contact Milwaukee Police at 414-935-7360 or to remain anonymous, call Crime Stoppers at 414-224. Tips. Number one. Well, I tell you, how are we going to get out of this issue we call no tax money? Well, the face of downtown could look completely and totally different under Milwaukee's draft long range plan. And the plan includes plans to tear down I 794 East West. The bridges would be replaced by new private development, service, surface level streets, new public spaces, coalition of local planners and residents called Rethink 794, 
first announced this concept back in 2022, and I talked about it, with hopes of creating areas of Milwaukee where people could live without a car. The concept was the result of the Wisconsin Department of Transportation's effort to revamp the area. I think they want to put another trolley down there to help take you somewhere. I don't know where it's going to take you. Take you in a circle. WISDOT conducted a study regarding the future of interstate bridges with several options. Now I want to review these options range from complete removal of the freeway and just reconstructing it exactly as it is, rebuilding the portion of the bridge that needs replacement is estimated to be around $300 million. And Mayor Cavalier Johnson and his administration have been enthusiastic about removing the bridges. Shocking! Uh, Rethinking 794's proposal. That proposal is now in draft, connecting MKE plan, which sets investments and initiatives for the city over the next 17 years, according to a partner, Milwaukee Business Journal. The plan was released today, specifically calls for the full removal of I-794, replacing it with surface streets. That way they can tax you more, make more money for downtown as usual, have more parking, but you got to pay for it. And who ends up losing? Milwaukee neighborhoods. Greg May with Rethink 794 says a better future for Milwaukee begins with removing the interstate from 6th Street all the way to the lakefront interchange. He said that would open up more than 32 acres of development worth $1.5 billion. Shocking. Shocking. I don't know what to say. Well, what existed before the freeways? In the late 1940s, North Plankton was a safe space for those in the LGBTQ community. In fact, it was the first known gay neighborhood. Historians say the construction of I-794 eliminated houses and businesses that connected downtown from the Third Ward. Here's my issue. Did y'all say any of that when black people got thrown out of their houses and y'all literally tore up Bronzeville? Who cares? Who cares? Not being disrespectful to the LGBTQ community, but long before you were around, black people got jacked and their houses taken and their land moved and got spread all around the city to put in I-43. So maybe I missed something, but also I'm a little less sensitive to the fact that before all this happened, You got to remember something. We were in chains then. Kind of sounds like we're in chains now. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 34 minutes after the hour. I didn't even check, and they just said it, but I need to check it. 43 degrees, going to a low of 35 tonight, so that's not looking good. Then it'll be 60 tomorrow, 60 on Friday, 52 rain over the weekend, so it's not looking too good, but... One thing you know with the rain, spring has sprung and we doing some spring cleaning. We've created a brand new Instagram page that we would love to have you follow. Stay updated on all things the truth. We've posted exclusive content, behind the scenes footage of our team, along with different things going on in the community that you should know about. We're told that we're bringing out the old and putting in new because we need a fresh start. We want to bring you with us to the new beginning. Follow us on the gram at 101.7 The Truth. You should also check us out on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and all that. We're live on YouTube, live on Twitter, so make sure you check it out. You can watch us in the studio while we're doing the show completely and totally live. Also, tomorrow, we got a really cool thing going on at 5 o'clock. I'll be hosting a special Men Making Health a Priority show presented by all of us, Milwaukee. I'll be joined by Dr. Bashir Easter and Dr. Jerome Williams, where they will have a robust, they, try we, will have a robust, I'll just sit there and watch them talk, on why black men can be proactive in protecting and making sure their health is the best that it can possibly be. Make sure you listen to the special edition of Men Making Health Priority Live during the Truth in the Afternoon with me, Dr. Ken Harris, 5 o'clock tomorrow, presented by all of us Milwaukee, right here on the new 1017 The Truth. We usually have it on a Saturday morning, and it you know you have time to sit and listen and go back on the app and check it out. Well, now we're just going to do it live. We thought that it would be time to come into the studio and talk about it. I'll be sharing some some health stuff with you and some tips and all kind of stuff. We'll talk about healthcare 2.0 and how you can track your own health. So every day when I wake up, I go through and I I um, write down, like at night before I go to bed, I hit the cycle at minimum 30 minutes. Then I'll usually start watching a TV show and I look up and it's like been an hour and two minutes. Like, Whoa, okay. But I try to, you know, get my heart rate up to about 100, 120, right? 30 minutes a day. Every day, got to get my 150 minutes a week in. But then what do I do? I take my heart rate when I start. I take my heart rate when I finish. I write down how many minutes I drove. How do I feel? In my words, how do I feel before I start? How do I feel when I'm done? Invigorated, great, tired, sweaty, whatever. If something goes bad, I can go back to my doctor and say, hey, doc, I went through all these things, and and this is where, right, at this point, I started feeling weird, and here's how it felt. And now I have a documented record. So when we talk about healthcare 2.0, it's not like the second version of it. It's actually the second version and you keeping your own records, just like the Medical Information Bureau keeps records on you, like that app that keeps records on you. You keep your own records. So when you go into the doctor and they, well, you know, it, no, stop, stop reading what your study says. I'm telling you what I say, and I have it documented because I have my own data 
that shows when I said this is what I was doing and when I felt what I felt. So we're going to talk about things like that. And just really, when we talk about protecting your health, that is one of the most precious things you have your body. And if you don't take care of it, nobody else is going to take care of it. You're going to be out there looking, as my grandmother used to say, wise and otherwise. Anybody remember what that meant? I have no idea what the heck that means. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What are your thoughts on any of the stories that we talked about today? The the I ninety four the I the seven I seven ninety four leaving like gone goodbye. I just got a notice in the mail the other day about about one seventy five Wisconsin one seventy five. They're going to be tearing that up or getting rid of it. They're they're actually having a meeting, if I'm not mistaken, tonight or tomorrow night about what they're going to do with it. I'm like, what do you mean? What are you going to do with it? You know how much time that saves? Are you just going to get rid of it or you're going to tear it down? You're going to fill it in? And then I remember, oh, yeah, they want space so they can sell it. They want space so they can extend. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I'm just thinking, right? Isn't that where you would build apartment buildings? Right outside AmFam Field, right across from some of them parking lots. All that space on the circle interchange, you can just get rid of that and just build apartments all up and down. Right next to the park, right next to the parking. Hmm. That's what I would do. That's also why I don't, I'm not into owning property. I can't do rental property. I am not waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning and come see him about your furnace. You call? Yeah, I got some extra blankets in the basement. You might want to go grab them. We'll send somebody in the morning. It's minus two degrees. Okay. See, I'm not I'm not very loving or very compassionate. So I cannot own rental property. I know other people own rental property. Not me. Because I am not going through that trouble. I am not bothering with, no. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. 833-212-1017. I haven't checked it. Sure. What's up? So I have a question for you, Ken. Yes, sir. You talked about 794 and them tearing down 794. Initially, when you uh, were ear hustling, this was over a year. This is, pre, <laughs> this is pre-election yep. time. Uh, yep. When when election was actually happening back for the mayoral election, before it was Bob Donovan and Cavalier Johnson, when they were still going through the primary. Mm-hmm. And my question is this. After having time to review and think about it, do you not think that that actually at this point, based off the $350 million or billion dollar price tag, million. $350 million price tag of redoing I-794, would it be worth potentially, yeah, tearing that down and making it a flat street and being able to utilize that as development space? Yes, but we are not going to have the jobs. We're not going to have the input, the revenue from building it. And that's the problem I have. Talking about the black people? Black people, brown people, black people, Hispanic people. We're, 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 we're not going to have the lead construction um, companies. We're not going to have the, you know, we'll be we'll be doing the hauling, you know, putting in the guardrails, little stuff like that. We have a little cute stuff for you, but we're going we to get the $100 million, half a billion dollar project. But we'll 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 sub it to you for you know a hundred grand. Now is it the city's responsibility to make sure that they're finding? And yes. I know sometimes they do this, but yes. is it something unless they're getting some type of 
federal pe- funding. Yes, if they're not right. getting federal funding for any of these projects. We got state it, law too. Well, it, well, is it the city's responsibility yes. to hire black people or yes. are we looking to hire the best person for the job? Because then I Hispanics might say the same. So where does that, so what so both. so where does that leave white people who say, "Hey, I think my company has a They track built the of rest of the state. My God, no, what I'm, else do you want? I'm, no, I'm just, okay, I'm, I'm just saying. saying I'm just the saying argument so. could be is that that's not fair to white contractors who are probably no, 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 more I'm, those that have more experience. I, I mean, that's all. That's all I'm saying is that I'm that's the city selfish. job. I'm just being selfish. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm being completely transparent. I'm being selfish. I just agree. like, just like white people say, I think a white person should be doing that. I'm okay with that. They don't think they just choose. And right, they just person. do it. They don't care. And I'm saying, why should we? Just do it. Just go in, get the contract, be done. But we all know that that's not going to happen. You'll have a token here or a token there. But when it comes to the big dollars, no disrespect. The 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 what what is it? The CD Schmitz and the the other ones and all, all the yep. big ones are going to be in because they got the money, they got the backing, they yep. got the cash. Back when the system was actually set up in the 1930s, is it what Glass Steagall Act? That that stops people from even being able to to ramp up to get into the construction because all of the things you have to oh you gotta have this type of insurance and you gotta have this type of liability and you gotta have that by the time and then no no company will give it to you but they'll give it to the white one but they won't give it to you no because I, we can't match the requirements no I I a hundred percent agree with where you're coming from and what you're saying and what you're ha- you you hit the nail on the head. When you said they'll give you some little project and not saying a development, a housing development is not a little project. It's a, a, a big project. But when it comes to a place like the contour that they're building downtown, that's not a black contractor leading that. I know that. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to read. I ain't got to read the documents to know that. And so when it comes to something, they're going to give us something. So we'll, we'll benefit from it. But those large projects are for sure going to go to the bigger companies that are more than likely going to be white companies. You're absolutely correct with that. So I don't get it. And I think Glass-Steagall was was banking. I got to oh, find the. I don't know. The uh, you said something about 1930s and 40s, and my yeah. history books was way past that. Uh, maybe when you were a kid, that was more fresh. That was 20 years ago, 30 years wow. ago. Wow! So it was a little bit more fresh wow. at the time. So that was your history. I, now I learned about what you went through in my history books when I was in kid, went to school. But shots fired. There's no shots fired. Oh, I hit on that one. Not at all. I hit. No, you didn't. If you were important enough, I would get upset, but you're not. So it didn't even I heard didn't the, even wrinkle. That's all I need to hear. Well, Keith. you know, it's sad when people are just, you know, less than. Ooh, who you talking about less than? The less, little thing ain't less eating me. Less in age, less in wisdom, just less than. You, but you notice you didn't say less in looks. I got never, you beat there, You've too. never been a liar. You've never been a liar, Ken. I beat you You're there, a lot too. of things, but a liar you are not. Fuzz on that. Dude, grow a real beard. What are you even talking about? This is what the Lord about? blessed me with. Yeah, it ain't a blessing. <laughs> the devil must have cursed you. Woo! That's <laughs> fired at me. Came back around. Bam! Because that's like, ooh. We, we need, we need. <laughs> hey, when they fill in them patches for them potholes, we can get your beard in there right, too, buddy. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> disrespectful. Oh, you don't like it? This now. is disrespectful. Of course. Now you said I got patches in my beard. Ain't this something? That's disrespectful, kid. <laughs> I'm about to come on that camera and show the world. But I is got... it true? Come on in. Come show them. Show people. Wait, wait, wait. Turn your microphone on so so you can actually talk while you're here. Turn one of these microphones on, and that way you can you can talk so they don't they don't think I'm just causing trouble. Or say... 
I don't know. It might be that one. I don't know. I think you the one over here. Listen, listen. I got more facial hair than this man. Look at that. That's because I shaved it off. Who got more? Patch, patch. Look at it. No, no. Hold your head up. Hold your head up. No, don't be trying to rub it down. Who got more, me or you? Trying to cover it up. Who got more, me or you? Dude, me on a bad day got more hair than you. Listen, I'm a grown man. You know I had the coldest gray beard you ever seen in your life. The coldest gray beard you ever seen in your life. You wish you had that much wisdom to have hair like that. You wish. <laughs> Tell you. Can't take him nowhere. Well, wait a minute. I didn't take him nowhere. Anyway. 833-212-1017 is the number. I got to find that construction. Um, and I know the book I have to find because I was reading a book years ago about how the construction business was set up. And how black people, it was so difficult to get into the construction field that many of us were unable to do it. So now I got to find it. I got to go back and um, do all that. Well, more homework for me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Do you agree that we should tear down 794 and build up housing? I think in the long run it'll help. But I also think that that's what Cavalier Johnson was thinking about, and that's one of the things that will actually help the city. Ha! Thank you. Talking text line. Zay said, OMG, Dr. Ken just fried Kyle. I'm dead. I thought you were talking about the, the dang act you found. Hey, you sitting here trying to throw shots at me. <laughs> no, somebody on the talking text line threw shots at you. I just... Say okay, so um, um, I can't I can't even type today. From mm, 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 love doing stuff live. Uh, okay, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Hmm, that's interesting. So this is not a lie, we're just, just, just a lie for the health of states relief program for the health department. Nah, that's not it. That's not it. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do some digging. I actually know the book that it's in, and I have to find it. Hmm. Interesting. But that's one of those things that, that you have to look at um that you have to look at so that we can make sure that when we do these types of projects that we get, you ready? Black people on the job, but they have to be qualified. It doesn't make any sense for MATC to bring in a program for line workers if they're not qualified. They have to be the best. They have to be qualified in order to work for We Energy so they don't kill themselves or cause other issues. And so that's the key. All things being equal, that's where diversity would come in. Otherwise, we're doing ourselves a disservice. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. The act I was looking for was the Davis-Bacon Act. 
Davis Bacon and Related Acts and Reorganization Plan Number 14 of 1950, U.S. Department of Labor is responsible for determining prevailing wages, issuing regulations and standards to be observed by federal agencies that award or fund projects subject to Davis-Bacon labor standards overseeing consistent enforcement of labor standards. And so one of the things you have to look at is, is, is the impact that Davis-Bacon had on black Americans, the impact that, that they used in order to make sure that black people, not only based on wage, but weren't able to work at certain housing projects. Like I re- I remember reading the color of law where it talked about redlining and those types of things that were a result of the Davis bacon act and how, how people that had jobs had to go, you know, they worked in California, but they had to drive an hour and a half to get to where they needed to work because they wouldn't allow black people to rent or live anywhere near the jobs, those types of things that were in place. And so we, we talk about it, but, but the impact of the Davis bacon act was really understood to impact minority unemployment And that's when it began to deviate from white people. We had jobs. They had jobs. When we tried to get those particular jobs, it persisted until like 1992. When black people were at 14.2% nationally, the rate was only at 7.9. So those, those are some things that Davis Bacon started that caused us to just swerve into poverty where we are today. Unfortunately, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe Show's coming up next. And we got all kind of stuff. Kyle, I have no idea what the overnight schedule is anymore for rebroadcast. So I'm going to just kind of figure it out. And I know I'll be back in 22 hours. That's all I know. That's all I got. That's all I'm saying. Appreciate you. Love you. God bless. Take care. Kyle Wallace, appreciate you. I'm out.